To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Sons of Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I'm on. Kills men by the hundreds. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight against that? No! We will run! And we will live! Die? Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade? All the days, from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Corona free since 83. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Woo, it's getting a little crazy out there if you've been watching the stock market. you can find. But in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at 
positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can also find me now on TikTok, where another, just another place where I can put my video clips. You can find me, oh, excuse me. I ate a lot of kimchi before I came on the podcast. It's good for the gut. Uh, you can find me on TikTok now uh, at positive sarcasm. All my clips are going up there as well. And of course, you can go to my YouTube channels, uh, Positive Sarcasm Podcast, and the Positive Sarcasm channel all by itself. I just dropped, dropped a new promo that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. I've been hoping to do, uh, you know, sometimes when I like to break the ice when I'm about to shoot more video, whether for myself or for a client, I like to break the ice with a small clip of something, uh, maybe a small commercial, whether it's me throwing printers off a roof or maybe doing a small commercial with a small idea I had in mind. Kind of shakes the rust off, gets me ready for the season of shooting video. And since I may have a lot of time on my hands anyways, depending upon what's going to happen here with all the lockouts and stuff, um, I would love to start shooting video again. And I'm going to actually this weekend, as long as I'm still allowed to, with several clients. Um, because a lot of people are going to be streaming a lot of the things that they're doing online instead of going to see shows live or live bands. The the aim now is to get all that stuff online so we can still start, we can continue to support small businesses and entertainment groups that you'd normally see in a club. So hopefully if we can get that going, uh, that'll still generate some type of income while we're on hiatus. But in the meantime, you can find me on all the social medias. You can go and check out my new promo on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the YouTube, the most sarcastic man in the world. I love shooting those little fun things. It's just, like I said, it's just a fun exercise for me to shake off the rust and get ready for shooting more video. So check out the new promo. If you are in the healthcare field, this is an FYI for anybody who's in the healthcare field, whether you work in health insurance, whether you work in a call center, or if you are a frontline employee for a health facility, if you have a, an ID that says health on it, you can go to Aroma Joe's and they will give you a free uh, medium-sized coffee, hot or iced, it's your choice. You just show your ID and until for the next, I'd say two weeks, they're giving out free coffee to those. Any of those participating any of those participating locations for Aroma Joe's, which is the coffee right now unofficially of the Positive Sarcasm podcast for the next uh, probably four or five weeks. So go ahead, Aroma Joe's. You can hit them up aromajoes.com or check out their Facebook page. The post was right there, and uh, they it was it's no no hassle. This isn't like you go on Slick Deals and you're trying to find that that laptop for eighty nine dollars. You go there, you show your ID, and they'll give you a free coffee, no questions asked. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, another update for all you shoppers looking for deals and things like that. Anybody who's shopping on Amazon, there was a no article, and this is an actual press release. If um, Unless you're an a eBay shopper like me because you're smart, um, Amazon is suspending anything that is considered a non-essential package. They're going to be suspending or slowing down shipping for those items. So unless it's an essential item, you're going to see your packages arriving later or going to be su uh, suspended altogether. So do yourself a favor. If it's not essential or it's deemed non-essential, don't expect it to show up for any time soon. And I know there's a lot of information coming in right now about when this is going to go away, when what's don't know. You don't know. All right. My thoughts to you for uh, my thoughts right now at this time. Let me just make a quick adjustment here. It's the first time I've had an interruption in the live stream in a while. Anyways, um, if you are looking to so let's say you got it, you got the flu or you got the virus or you have just a common cold. Here's the thing. Most viruses and illnesses thrive on glucose, the sugar that operates your, basically, that's the go-to uh, energy for your body. 
But that go-to energy in your body also feeds uh, illnesses and viruses and bacteria. It's easy to feed off of. So if you lower your, if you lower the amount of glucose and the amount of sugar and starches that you put in your body, anything that raises your glucose uh, significantly, I advise you to lower it significantly. Cut out all your sugars, cut out all your carbs, cut out all that stuff. It'll lower the inflammation in your body, and it will make you less susceptible. It will, it will at least, for the most part. Lower your chance of symptom of symptoms, inflammation, nasal decongest, all that shit. Just trust me on this. Give it a whirl. If you're a person who puts creamer in their coffee, eats a lot of dairy, um, has a lot of starches in their diets, lower that stuff. Considering go consider going keto or low carb for the time being. Getting a lot of hot soups and water and teas and coffee into your diet. Strongly consider it. Anything that flushes out your body, such as niacin, vitamin C, um, uh, definitely take potassium and magnesium, so your muscles stay so your muscles stay active, and that your body stays relaxed through this time period. Because right now there are it's just not just in not just the virus in general, but your overall health altogether. All these things that I've mentioned are crucial in maintaining a healthy body while we shift from winter to spring, or while you're trying to. Uh, lower your risk for infection or the symptoms, basically. You'll still get it. If you get the virus, you're going to get the virus. It doesn't matter what, what you're eating. But the fact is, is that if you have symptoms, you can lower the aggressiveness of those symptoms by lowering the amount of food that would give you general information. Anything that puts glucose or makes or revs up your, uh, your insulin, those foods need to be removed from your diet right away. And if you do that, you'll lose weight, you'll drink more water, you'll be a healthier person, and... You won't feel as stuffed up. You won't. I won't feel as stuffed up. So do your do yourself a favor. That's that's one. That is definitely one thing I recommend. So as far as health goes, because chances are I could have it. Chances are we're all gonna have it. And I made that several times, but I'm not gonna really focus on too much. Uh, I'm not gonna make it all doom and gloom because Sunday's leftovers. I was mostly just shaming people about their ridiculous shopping habits at the grocery store, and that was I did that art. I did last week's podcast completely acapella. There was no notes. Uh, there was there was no notes. There was nothing that I can that I even thought about. I mean, there was articles that I wanted to do, which I'm gonna get to today because we all have things we want to do once this shit show is over. Hold on one second. But I wanted to just get it all out off my chest. Now, is it going to get worse? Yes. But in the meantime, while we're recovering and we're preparing, here's a couple things that you can do while this stuff is going on. All right. Number one, yes, limiting your contact with people is essential. But chances are you already have the virus. You already have either uh, influ you already have influenza A, corona, or some type of cold. In the meantime, you were already planning on going to the gym. New year, new me, and all that other bullshit. So do yourself a favor. Continue that streak. Number one, change your diet to a low inflammation diet. No sugars, no carbs. Get rid of all that crap. The grains. No, if um, some dairy is good for you, but for the most part, you don't need the dairy. Dairy is expensive. You don't need that right now. You don't need it as part of your diet. Same thing with whey protein. If you're eating, uh, if you're taking, if you're into fitness or whatever, if you have whey protein as part of your diet, do yourself a favor. Along with um, like canola oils and vegetable oils, get that shit out of your diet. Unless you're taking, unless you're drinking. A isolate, whey protein isolate, it's a lot better for ladies. Uh, switch to that. It's less inflammatory. Whey, whey protein concentrate's great when you drink that. kind of makes you feel full. 
so you don't have as much of an appetite. But in this case, I'd probably avoid it altogether. So avoid anything that can cause inflammation in the body. Soy proteins, canola oils, uh, vegetable oils. Just stick with olive oils. A lot of grease will do you good. You're eating corned beef and cabbage? You're fine. Don't worry about it. But anything you think that makes you feel inflamed or, you know, tired, don't eat it. Any, any foods that you feel like will give you the most amount of energy with no crash or at least keep you level as far as your energy levels or whatever energy you may have, okay? For, for sleeping at night, here's what I recommend. And now, am I a certified nutritionist? But no, fuck that. Let's just stick with the basics. Here's what works for me. First of all, this coffee by Aroma Joe's, delightful. Here's what works. Most of, most of the times when you have a cold or you have a flu or something, runny nose, conjunctivitis, or what have you, okay, anything that has to do with a nose, number one, you need sleep. Most importantly, out of anything, if you have, if you re- if your body can rest, your body can, your body will recover faster. All right. How does that prevent? How do you? How does your body prevent you from resting? Well, number one, if you have a runny nose, if you have a clogged nose, you're not gonna sleep at all. So what you need to do is make sure that your pathways in your nose are completely open at all times. You do that, you're gonna feel more rested. If you have more, if you're more rested, your body's gonna recover faster from anything that's in it. Okay. Here's what you do. It's a simple thing. You know how you put, everybody tells you, everybody thinks you take Vicks VapoRub and you put it on your chest? F that. Put it in your nose. Put it right around the ridge of your nose. Put some of that Carmex on the lips. That vast, it doesn't stay, it doesn't stay on the back of the label that you should do that. Do it. Just trust me, do it. That stuff will be around your nose. It'll, for, for the whole night, if you lay down at a 45 degree angle, so if you keep your body up, if you keep your body at a 40 or at an angle, which will, because when you lay flat, say you lay flat at night while you have a, a clogged nose, you're not going to be able to sleep. All that mucus is going to build up in your nasal passages and you're not going to be able to sleep. And you're going to toss and turn all night and you're going to feel like shit in the morning and you're going to get more sick. You, If you have two nights of continuous rest, you're going to recover way faster. Every single time. Go to bed when your body's tired. Take a hot shower, brush your fucking teeth, your gums, your tongue, mouthwash it out. Get everything that you can, all the bacteria out of your mouth as much as you can and your back and your throat, all right? Drink some hot tea, shower, do all, basically douche your body and sweat it all out. And then at night, take some, take some, what I usually take is I take a lot of vitamin C. You can take a lot of vitamin C. You can take thousands of milligrams of vitamin C. Take it in pill form, take it in lemon form. Lemon form's awesome. Lemon form really won't spike your glucose, um, and it's a gr- it's it's a great way to flush your 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 digestive tract too. So do that, nice hot shower, and then load up that Vicks Vapor Rub on your nose. Just rub that shit right in your nose and take in that disgusting menthol smell. But it's gonna open up your nasal passages, and then lay at an angle. If you lay at an angle. Also, you may want to consider putting like chapstick on your on your mouth before you go to bed, so you don't want your mouth to crack. You don't want your mouth to crack. The reason for uh, having sinus infections is the inside of your nose gets dry, and when your nose gets dry, it cracks. When it cracks, it bleeds, and then it bleeds. It gets infected. Boom! Sinus infection. How do you prevent that? Sinus. Simple. Nasal spray or humidifier. You do that shit, you spray with nasal spray, whether it's ocean salt spray or saline spray, both are fine for daily use, especially in dry weather conditions, and then rub the outside with, with the Vicks Vapor Rub. That'll keep your nasal passages open for the vast duration of the night, 
And then when you're laying at an angle, it will allow your nasal passages to remain open and allowing your nose to drain and allow your nose to drain. However, here's the here's the funny here's the the, the the tricky part. When your nose drains at night with all that gross mucus, it's gonna go one of two ways: into your digestive tract or into your throat and your lungs. Now you can get a lung in, now you can get lung infection. However, if you take a hot shower right away in the morning, you're gonna be able to cough up all that garbage. Especially if you drink hot tea and hot coffee in the morning, and then you take a shower. You're going to be able to expel all that trash that's in your body. And you're going to take that hot shower and you're going to feel significantly better with a clear nose. And you can go ahead and repeat the process. Saline spray, Little Vicks Vapor Rub, Carmex or Chapstick on the mouth. Go ahead and repeat that shit and with the hot coffee. And you'll be able to expel that stuff because you'll be upright throughout the entire day. You'll, sle- you'll have slept all night. You don't have to use... You really won't have to use any NyQuil or any other medication. You won't have to use any uh, of that, what's that shit, Mucinex or Sudafed. You won't have to take any medications. Maybe some cough drops throughout the day. That's it. Whether they're menthol or lemonade or orange or whatever. Some cough drops that are low in sugar. Generally, the old school gross ones uh, by Halls, the blue ones, those are the ones you kind of want to go with. Or some of the heavier hitters like Sucrets. Uh, I think it's Sucrets or Ludens. No, Sucrets. Those are aggressive ones. But generally those, and if you have like a, if you have like a sore throat, an itchy th- uh, sore throat, you can go with a cough drop or Sucrets, or you can go with that throat spray. Anything to stop you from coughing. If it stops you from coughing, you're good. But this is a minimal amount of stuff that you need to take uh, to keep your body going throughout the day. And then anything you eat has to be hot. Hot soups, no cheeses. Hot soups, hot teas, hot, um, just hot food in general. Okay. So take that into account. What the fuck is wrong with my internet? Must be because of all the bandwidth going crazy right now. Okay. Sorry about that. We'll work with, we'll work through it. Anywho. So those are the, 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 the things that you have to take into account. Um, okay. What else? So. We've solved the sleep thing with the Vicks Vapor Rub and the sleeping upright. How do you sleep upright? Well, if you have a bunch of pillows, that will be that'll start. You you'll have to get used to it somehow. Or if you have a recliner, if you have a recliner, that works too. Um, if you have a girlfriend and she likes to cuddle, tell her to fuck off. I'm sorry, it's what's best for everybody else. So no cuddling or spooning while you're trying to recover from a massive illness. And their chances are, if they're with you, they probably have it as well, so they should be following accordingly. Now, so that's the sleep pattern. We've talked about the food patterns. Hot all day. So what would you put in your soup? Easy. If you want a little bit of beans, beans are fine, but remember, beans have starches in them, so they're going to they're gonna spike your glucose as well, and they may upset your stomach. So just go with heavy amounts of vegetables. Carrots, go easy on the carrots too, but still, carrots, green beans. Kale. Kale works fine in a soup. It doesn't bleed into a soup and make it ugh. Tomatoes. Tomatoes are fine. Fats like olive oil, animal product. So work with that. Meats. Any meats that you have available. If you're a vegan, you don't have to put the meats in them. But if you want to put like ground beef, ground chicken, sausage, fish, shrimp, doesn't matter. Throw that shit in there. Eggs. Eggs work good too. They dissipate into the soup as well. So to have that hot soup, a big thing of hot soup all day. You're good to go. So that's your foods throughout the day. So you're going to be eating hot foods, nasal passages, sleep, good. And that's where you're going to do it. Number, the next thing after that, 
since I already yelled at everybody and will continue to yell at everybody for basically taking up all the toilet paper from all the grocery stores, getting yourself a bidet. Getting yourself a bidet is super important. Now, now you're thinking, how much are bidets? Traveling ones are inexpensive. Home ones are still inexpensive. Manual ones are the cheapest. Manual ones just basically all they have is a pressure gauge and no electricity. I know we're talking about bidets, bathroom habits, but personal hygiene is important. And since I'm the king of personal hygiene, I think it's important to practice what I preach and give you examples of things you should purchase. Um, and if you're afraid of bidets, quite frankly, after a while, you'll be wondering why you didn't have one from the very beginning. So a bidet, what is a bidet? Well, what's, I have an article from CNET since they're talking about it, and I've had a bidet for since last year. But in a, a bidet is basically, it's a, it's a, it's a spray. It's a, it's a high-pressure spray that cleans you after you're done. Stop hoarding toilet paper by CNET, Dale Smith. Bidets squirt water at your delicates and aren't gross or scary. Here's everything you need to know. All right, simple as that. Toilet paper is the only way to clean your toilet, blah, 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 blah. Just in response to the coronavirus, yet because everybody hogs up the toilet paper because they're assholes. If you've never been to, if you've never been exposed to a bidet before, it may seem confusing at first. How do you use it correctly? Do you still need to wipe afterwards? Da, 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 da. Okay. They are as low as 20 bucks. Now, you don't have to have a separate unit next to your toilet. It attaches directly to the rim. You just use some gloves and attach it. You don't need most of the ones that you have that are manual don't require uh, any tools whatsoever. They come with simple instructions. You follow the instructions and you put your your item, your unit back together and then you're good to go. When, be careful when you test the unit, though, because it comes right out and could probably hit your wall. Or if your dog likes to drink from the toilet, it, it'll hit your dog. But some things to keep in mind now. Let's see. A bidet basically is just a unit that has a pressure gauge next to it and it squirts water in any in a certain direction. It has slight adjustments on it for when you install it so that the 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 unit that sprays the water that which is pressurized is far enough away from the rim of the toilet so that you can move back and forth depending upon how you like to clean yourself and then of course a pressure gauge to make sure the job is done correctly. Are bidets expensive? No, they're not. You can buy them. You can order them online through Walmart or eBay for about 20 bucks. That's as simple as that. You, if you want electric ones or ones that spray warm water, then it's going to be more expensive. But if you're on the road, which you probably aren't right now, but if you are, you can get bidets. So, if you, for example, if you, go to, if you travel to airports or other countries, you can get portable bidet cleaners, hygiene washers, all that stuff. Literally just looks like uh, those Kool-Aid... Uh, uh, bottles that you had as a kid with the with the red shit in them. They're like, uh, let's see, they go. They're anywhere from like a dollar fifty nine to like five bucks. And then they had the handheld ones, which you actually find in some countries like India. You can find those uh, for like five to six dollars. I personally don't like the handheld ones. I like I prefer the ones that are built into the unit. Uh, that you you know ones you built into the unit that you install yourself. Now those I personally right now. Because of shipping restrictions and things like that, I would not order a bidet from from anywhere like AliExpress or or anywhere outside the country. Amazon, um, Wish, definitely not Wish. Walmart would be a good place to do it. eBay would be a good place to do it if you want it shipped directly to the house. Any store that's selling it online within the United States, make sure when you when you select shipping within the United States, it'll get to you quicker. 
Um, now, the cheaper ones that I see that generally work, what's, the cheap ones are pretty good. It's, it's all basically plastic. It's all basically plastic if it's under, your, if it's under the rim of the toilet. And it has a simple gauge right next to the toilet that you can easily grab. And you just, first of all, start, start slow. My advice to you is start slow with these bidets. Start slow with just the light so you get a, so you, quote, get the hint uh, of what's happening. What is happening? And then from there, if you really, uh, once you get used to it or quite frankly enjoy it, if you're into the alternative lifestyle, you definitely won't mind it. But it can get quite aggressive. Um, it's again, these bidets are guarantees. Uh, you might be a little soaked afterwards if you have it on for a really long time and you just quite frankly having too much fun in the bathroom. Uh, but you will need a little bit of toilet paper just to quote, dry yourself off because it's a wet and wild experience, but it is, it, it is awesome. Um, so you can get portable ones for like five to 10 bucks online. If you're traveling somewhere and they don't happen to have one, they have, um, and then of course, non-electric, you can get non-electric ones, uh, that costs around $28 if you want warm water. But for the most part, if uh, if you just want one in general, freshwater bidets that attach to your attach to your unit at home, they're t- between 20 and 30 bucks. There's one company called Green Co. Green Co. makes a pretty simple one that attaches right to your unit. Uh, fairly easy to use. Green Co. G-R-E-E-N-C-O. They are available at Walmart. And they're fairly easy to use. It just has a dial and then a little gauge right next to it to push the spray back and forth. And then that's it. And then you use... The plus side of it is not only are you more confident when you leave the bathroom, number two is you save you do save water because you're not flushing as much um, because the water is pressurized. And, of, of course, you're using less toilet paper. You're only using toilet paper to, number one, Check yourself so so it's a, you didn't wreck yourself, and of course to dry off from the aftershock, and then that's it. You're done. That's all you got to do. You'd be surprised how much toilet paper people use, because well, I mean, you weren't surprised how much toilet paper people bought. Uh, big companies that make bidets are companies like uh Toto. Toto Toto's are no, Toto Toto and Lux are notorious companies for making excellent uh units. But go ahead and check them out. Um, it doesn't really. It's, Anything that's 20 bucks and up, you're going to be okay. But if you want to go electric, it's going to cost you more. If you want water, it's going to cost you hot water, it's going to cost you more. But hot water won't cost you too much more. And if you want separate units, standalone units, if you have like a larger bathroom, they'll cost you uh, a couple hundred bucks. But besides that, those are some of your options for bidets. I strongly recommend them. It is a life-changing experience to begin with. Uh, and in a, you don't have to remove anything from the unit when you're installing it or permanently. You just simply take off the lid, the seat, install it, put the seat back on, just follow the instructions. You don't need any tools at all. And it'll stall right away. Make sure, make sure, make sure you turn off the water to the unit before you install it or you're going to have a mess. And make sure you use rubber gloves, of course, when you're installing. Just, just an FYI. So you turn the water off. It's in the back of. It's right in the back of the unit when you're installing it. So just turn that 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 thing to the lefty loosey, righty tighty, righty tighty. will turn off the water, and then uh, after that, there'll only be a little bit of water left in the hose, and that's it. Install the unit, put it back in, and then turn the hose back on. Make sure there's no leaks, and you're good to go. That's it, and that's a bidet, folks. I strongly recommend you get one. So that's. So pricing options, electrical versus manual. Yep, so that pretty much covers that. So 
All right, so that covers health and hygiene and how we're going to recover from this shit show. What's next? Well, let me tell you. Mm. If you're going to have some time off going forward, spending time with fam. What are you going to do with your kiddos to bond with your kiddos during a worldwide pandemic? Well, that's easy. Video games. Now, what kind of video games, mind you? Well, obviously, I wouldn't rec- I- I'm not the biggest fan of like tablet games or things that are mostly one player. If you want to really connect with your kids on a pandemic level, per se, I'd recommend going old school. The way to go old school, now, um, let's see here. Hold on, let me just get this last. Boy, I drank a lot of coffee. Uh, for the record, um, I feel I feel okay. I'm a little tired, a little worn down, but I haven't been tested for anything. Just want to let you know, in case you come in contact with me, I have not experienced any severe symptoms at this time. I am generally susceptible to the public. I go to the gym all the time, so yes, I am out. I am out there. So yes, I could very well. If you are a client wishing to meet me, meet with me. Just to let you know, I haven't been tested. So if you want to back out of any client meetings or meeting me in the future, this is just one of those things you need to know. But chances are you probably have it too, so <laughs> shake my hand. Um, just wanted to let you know. Just figured I'd throw it out there. Okay, connecting with your kiddos. All right, there are two inexpensive ways to do it. Now, I know you don't want to be sitting there watching kids' movies all freaking day or having the kid play video games on, his, on the tablet there or on your cell phone. So what's a way you can connect with your kiddos while still connecting with technology? but not necessarily having to be online, wasting all that bandwidth. Well, easy. It's called Nintendo. So, and I don't mean like Dance Dance Revolution. I mean like Super Nintendo. So what games can you possibly play on the old school things that'll probably cost you 100 bucks at the most, 100 bucks at the most, and, and have a great time with your kids while you're on disability, or on sick leave, or if you're out of work for a couple weeks due to the situation. That's easy. If you want to get a Super Nintendo, I strongly advise Mario Kart. Mario Kart, Mario World, Mario Party, but Super Mario Kart, if you have Super Nintendo, I strongly just, they're, uh, let's see. Uh, I have it up right now on eBay. Super Nintendo would cost you around mm, 100 bucks used. Uh, Console comes with two controllers, so old school Super Nintendo comes with two controllers, and then you can order games like Super Mario World, and there's a ton of games. Uni Racers, uh, Mario Kart would be bat would be awesome. There's also fighting games that you can play. There's sports games, NHL games, uh, NFL games. There's a lot of them, and they're cheap too. To order the games are super cheap. So uh, that would be one way of cheap of cheaply connecting with your kiddos. It's not HD, but it's a lot of fun. So. That's one thing to consider as far as Super Nintendo. If you were going to go with N64 and you wanted to go cheap, you could go N64. Let's see. Let's look up prices for N64. You can play Donkey Kong Country. You can play Super Mario Kart um, also on N64. Uh, you can play Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Now, you can buy an, a Nintendo 64 console right now. Uh, let's see. Between 40 and 70 bucks. And, a, and the controllers, here's the difference. Super Nintendo is two controllers. N64 is four controllers. And the quality of the graphics is much better. And there's all kinds of games. Now, what's now what's a game? If I was to recommend a game 
through these hard times to get you through, and you have an N64 and you want to play with your kiddos, that's easy. GoldenEye. If you want to connect with your kids and bring back a, a portion of your youth for a simple game connecting with your kids to keep that family spirit alive, I recommend playing GoldenEye for N64. If you don't know what GoldenEye is, GoldenEye was an actual, it was a one of the best James, it was Pierce Brosnan's best James Bond uh, ever, and it was made a video game. It was one of the hottest selling games of all time. And you can play that in a four player, and it'll look awesome. Uh, the th graphics will be a bit of a throwback. Also, if you want to play like airplane games, there's air fighting games. There's Star Fox 64. They also have, if you want to play video, uh, if you, if you don't, if you, here's the thing, buying like a PS3 or a PS4 or an Xbox may be a little bit more expensive. If you want to keep it simple, I would recommend a Nintendo or an N64. It's a little less aggressive on the eyes and it's still a fun time in the the playability and the and, uh, and just playing, I mean, you can play GoldenEye and Mario Kart for hours, for absolute hours with your kids and never get bored. Now, also, I would recommend if you wanted to go on quests with your kids uh, through these video games, games like Donkey Kong are a perfect or Doom 64. Anything that has long quests on it would be highly recommended. Uh, PC games, you could try that, but or you could have a LAN party. But if you just want to have a console and screw around with your kids, I recommend GoldenEye, uh, Mario Kart, and N6, uh, Mario Kart for N64 or for Super Nintendo. Donkey Kong Country would be a perfect one. And there are other games like Perfect Dark. And there's, of course, there's all the NHL, NFL, NBA games. And it would be fun to kind of old, go back and look at the old school graphics. Uh, and then there are other games as well for cheap, like Zelda games and things like that. Now, I reason the reason I don't recommend old, like the original Nintendo NES is because that one doesn't operate very well. Now, granted, if you have one, go ahead and rock it, but it doesn't. It it has rebooting issues. It overheats a lot. It can get quite frustrating, especially if you want to entertain your kids. So, I think personally, it's best to go with a Nintendo, an old school Super Nintendo or a Nintendo 64. They're, they they turn on instantly. They work great. There's a ton of games and options for them, and it's cheap. It's super cheap. Uh, and quite frankly, if it breaks or something like that, you're not out a ton of money, especially during this crazy time. Now, if you do lose, let's say right now, things get crazy. You're out of work, and you don't have any money. If, say, let's say the shit hits the fan. You're, number one, you're going to get some relief. You're going to get some relief from the government. Okay, so expect that to come. Number two, unemployment. You're going to file for unemployment if this shit hit, really does hit the fan for between three to six months. So you'll get that. That's number one. So the minute you lose your job and after two days of playing Super Nintendo, you're going to need to file for unemployment. Number two, if, you have, if you're going to be out for longer and you're worried about mortgage or rent or something like that, so you have that, you have unemployment, you'll get a final check probably from your... Best case scenario... Here's what I what I recommend. Or if some, I was in your situation, this is what I would do. If you needed to have all the cash at the ready, no matter what, here's what I would do. I would file for unemployment immediately, and then I would take and th that's what I would do, and have that cash ready for you. Uh, I would minimize all your payments, only necessary minimum payments at this time. I would cut back on all spending. Okay, I would any uh, any. Netflixes or Pandoras that are not absolutely necessary, suspending or canceling them. 
right away. Once you get your final check, your vacation pay from your old job or whatever, you have that cash the ready. If you have a 401A or a 401K, get you. well, guess what? If you need that money, you cash it out. You're going to get a penalty for it, but if you need that money right now, then you go and get it, and they have to give it to you. You'll get a penalty, but if you have thousands of dollars sitting there, you can always reinvest it later. And if you need that money now, then you go and you get it, and it'll take about a month to get it to get it to you, but it'll be there for you to do what you will with it, do what you need to, and then put it back. You're going to take some losses at this point. But you'll have that money, so thousands of dollars in a 401k or 401a, so that'll get you through several months, plus your unemployment, plus any final checks you get from your job. You put that together, you'll have several thousand dollars, hopefully, that will get you through a, uh, at least a few months of whether you're working up a resume or getting through through some college or just tying you over until this thing dies down and then your a job hire your your job hires you back or a new job comes up and then start from scratch from there cuz you're going to this is going to affect people on several levels this is going to affect people in ways that um you're going to lose a little bit maybe you're going to you know you won't be able to have that that bottle of wine or that Netflix account or something to that nature you're going to lose something, but you're not going to, you, it's not going to be the end of the world, but you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit of those luxuries in order to get through this. But we already talked about how you can recover if needed, low inflammation, and then of course, tying things over with your kids. And quite frankly, this could be the greatest time of your life. This could be the greatest, this will be, this could be a moment in time, moment in times with your family or your friends or your loved ones that you may never forget. And even though it may be the hardest times, it could be some of the funnest times, some of the biggest laughs, some of the, in the darkest of times, some of the biggest laughs could be had, some of the best times that you'll never forget could possibly happen. And just remember that. And it could be from little purchases such as this or cutting back or just being with people trying and just having those moments of, well, you need a good laugh. But uh, if you're going to be uh, trying to just, you know, make do with the best that you have and save a little money, I recommend uh, maybe a Nintendo 64 or a Super Nintendo, getting a bidet, and then, of course, the health uh, things that I just recommended to you earlier. And if you are, when this is all over and you are craving a little bit of sugar, there are a couple things, because when this is all done, you're going to look at yourself. You're going to be like, you know what I could really go for? You know what I could really go for? Now, uh, us Jews would be like Chinese food. It's funny. I'm thinking of it like this. Us Jews are like, it doesn't really matter to us. This is t- right now, I, I look out the window, and it's like Christmas. All the all the restaurants are closed, but the rest but the Chinese food places are still open, at least for the time being. That's Christmas. That's every Christmas. So in the meantime, when this thing is gonna be blown over and the restaurants do open back up, you're gonna be thinking like I wanna I want some sugar. And I saw these I I saw a couple things. We did I did briefly mention that uh, Krispy Kreme has they're gonna be uh, debuting two new uh, donuts. One is the new Butterfinger, Butterfinger Donut, and the Chocolate and Peanut Butter Donut, which is outright craziness. I'm looking at these things. They look nuts. It just They just look like two small cakes. And uh, I don't know whether to eat them or have sex with them, but they absolutely look divine. Who uses divine? Oh, that's right. I did about four podcasts ago. But it's it, this was from Business Insider Australia, and I think we're getting a Krispy Kreme up here soon, but... Let's see, storefront in Manhattan, the Butterfinger Fudge Cake Donut, and then the original filled Butterfilled Donut. Oh, my God, these things look amazing. You can go and Google that. Um, 
if you st- if you're not sure if you if you ever do go to a Krispy Kreme and you're not sure what to order, just go with the old school hot donut that comes right off the conveyor belt. That that original that original glazed donut is fantastic. But don't be afraid to get like a half dozen or a full dozen. So get like you know three or four of those original hot glazed, and then try out a couple other ones. Krispy Kreme's a shit. I don't care what anybody says. Mm. But that was one thing. And then we've mentioned churros on this podcast a few times for sure. And uh, Cake by Courtney had this article about, was this uh, a churro cake? And I just want to briefly run over this too before we jump into Q&A. A a churro cake, cinnamon sugar swirled cake layers with cinnamon sugar buttercream and cinnamon chip ganache. Not exactly the thing you'd want to eat when you have the flu or the coronavirus, but I think when it's all said and done and you're alive and well, I think you could afford a bite or two. Bachelorette weekend. A few years ago, I spent the weekend in Santa Ana's, California to celebrate my friends almost 20 years. Uh, Bachelorette, blah, 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 blah. A proprietary chef wine tasting, a lot of laughter. I created a couple new cakes, including the churro cake. All right, well, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Chocolate cake around. How I want to see what... Oh, my God, look at that. I want to see what is in it. So how did she create this? If you can't find cinnamon... Okay, so how did she do it? Flavor and texture of the cake. Similar to pound cake with a dense but moist texture. Cinnamon and sugar swirled bake throughout the cake with a cinnamon chip grenache, both of which take the cake to the next level. If you can't find cinnamon chips, because in most areas they're seasonal, you can use the caramel baking chips. Those would be right in the baking section with the oils and the chocolate chips. Uh, the cake was hit with our girls weekend. I have to do. So let's see. For the cake. Brown sugar, ground cinnamon, unsalted butter, granulated sugar, whole lot of sugar, vanilla extract, all-purpose flour, baking powder, ground cinnamon. For the frosting, unsalted butter, powdered sugar, measured and sifted, vanilla, ground cinnamon, heavy cream. For the ganache, cinnamon chips and heavy cream. So if you go to cakebycourtney.com and maybe there's a search bar there, you can look up um, you can look up churro cake but definitely cake by courtney c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y.com cake by courtney.com and then the churro cake uh you go ahead and search that just type in churro which is c-h-u-r-r-o uh i'm actually a fan of churro we have a place down the street uh that makes some really good churros and the sauce that comes with it is fantastic if they're open i would love to go get them but trying to keep the information pretty low despite everything so that's one thing to consider uh, also, yeah, and then the, the instructions for how to make it are there as well. Um, so there's that. And then, let's see, so that takes care of the articles. And then we're going to go ahead and jump into the Q&A. So let's go ahead. I got four Q&As to close up shop for today. I know since everybody's talking about, number one, okay, so before we get into the q and I just want to say this. Remember what we talked about with sourcing and news and stuff like that? There's a lot of news right now. A lot of news. I know we got the debates and all that other stuff going on, and we don't talk polit- We don't talk politics on this podcast. It's one of the dinner table rules that we have going on here. But for the most part, it go easy with the watching the news thing, okay? Watching the news right now, there's a lot of information going on. If you want to know information about what is actually happening, the CDC website, cdc.org go ahead, or cdc.gov, go ahead and check them out. They have the information that you're specifically looking for on what's happening. They'll tell you what areas are affected. And then um, you can check your local news to see what uh, areas are being affected. Um, so, yeah, for any additional closures and stuff. What the fuck is going on? Um, there's a lot of, I mean, right now there's a lot of internet issues right now because of the fact that uh, 
broadband is being chewed up because everybody's home. So these are just just some things I want to say. If you have some slow internet for some reason, they're trying to ramp everything up right now. Um, so let me just check here. I want to see and make sure that, uh, let's see, make sure that uh, internet is streaming properly. Internet is reconnected. And okay. So I'm going to have to test this. I want to make sure that we're good to go for, yeah, it seems like okay. Okay. Anyways, let's get to some Q&A. Uh, things that I'm going to skip that article. Let's get to, right to the Q and a. All right. Here's uh question one. Let me actually sip this last thing. Off. Okay. Some of these are, are COVID-19 related, but most of them aren't hopefully actually, let's see that one is that one. Uh, that, okay. Yeah. All right. Just this one. Can I charge my employees for the cost of an offsite? Wait, can I charge my yeah? Can I charge my employees for the cost of an offsite they don't want to attend because of the COVID nineteen pandemic? I'm the CEO of a Bay Area startup. We are very scrappy and have eighteen employees, strictly due to culture fit, not discrimination. They are all between oh my god, and are all between the ages of twenty one through twenty seven. I myself am only twenty eight. Okay, when these employees started, I told them the expectation there will be chaos and they need to roll with the punches. They all agreed. This is just part of being disruptors. One thing I find immensely important is FaceTime. So when COVID-19 began, I told them they were only to work from home if they were actually feeling sick. I got some grumbles, but none of them are sick, so it clearly wasn't a problem. Now there is an issue which I booked the weekend offsite to go to Vegas. My employees will all be sharing rooms meant for two people, three employees to each room. I encourage them to share beds and bring sleeping bags. There are no women at the company, so we don't need to worry about women being made uncomfortable with sharing beds with men. Up until now, they were fine with this, but now they are pushing back saying they don't feel safe flying and they don't want to share rooms. The problem is, is I cannot get a refund on the offsite, so I told them that they don't want to come for any reason. Their portion of the offsite cost will be deducted from their pay, which includes a percentage of the food alcohol consumed by those in attendance. I did say that if any of them had a doctor's note for existing medical conditions, they would be exempt from the penalty, but none of them even claim to have a condition. All right, you you cannot, in the, under the circumstances, this is a national emergency, and you cannot force employees to attend something that could make them more susceptible to a pandemic. And number two, as the employer, you're the risk taker. You should, you are the one who has to absorb the losses. This is why CEOs and presidents and owners of company make so much money because they, they incur most of the risk. Therefore, if there is a loss due to travel restrictions, you have to suck it up. You paid for it. That's your loss. You should absorb it. That's it. Rolling with the punch is one thing. That means layoffs. But number two is that you booked it. You incurred the cost. You shouldn't be rolling it off on them. And also right now, San Francisco is in a giant lockdown. San Francisco, the Bay Area, is in a total lockdown. And you can go and Google that right now. The Bay Area is in a lockdown. That just came down from the mayor. So you're going to have to, for the, the Vegas trip, you're going to have to eat shit on this one. Especially, and also for when it comes to employee lo loyalty, that's another thing too. So you're just going to have to absorb this until this thing uh, simmers down somewhat. And from the way it looks, not anytime soon, dude. 
So that's it. You, that's that's it. You you ju- you're gonna have to incur the cost for this. Here's the, the next Q and A. Was it the one I wanted? Yep. Uh, what should I have said when my boss asked me how many people I've slept with? I don't remember getting that in a job interview. I recently got a new boss and things have gotten weird. To kick off her experience, she hosted a series of team bonding activities, which included a lot of happy hours and lunches. During the happy hour, she would consume a lot of alcohol and make sexual jokes slash comments. It didn't really bother me, and I'll admit I found out my, found myself chuckling a few times. But after several weeks of happy hours, I realized things were going too far. Party animal. After our last outing, she literally asked everyone how many sexual partners they'd had. And if we shied away from answering, she booed us until we acquiesced. I didn't know what to say, so I just made up a number to get out of line of questioning. She also asked if we preferred oral or hand jobs. I wanted to leave, but I felt pressure to stay because of those who attended the happy hours seemed to get more perks, flexible hours, work from home days, etc. I don't know what to do. I feel like since I originally laughed and engaged in the more surface level sexual jokes slash comments, and now I'm part of the problem. All right, well, okay, right off the bat, I'm just going to state, I mean, let's state the obvious here. Should she be, if she's the employer, should she be answering those questions? No. And obviously she has a drinking problem. She has an actual drinking problem. That's probably the first thing that should be uh, uh, approached. That, that right there. Before anything else is that she has an actual drinking problem. Number one, she shouldn't be asking those questions. And number two, if she continues to do that and you end up becoming discriminated against because of the fact that, you are not getting the hours you want, working from home and OT, flexible, whatever. That's against the law. That's a quid pro quo type of thing. You know, if you do this for me, you give me the, give out this information, which is none of her business. Uh, in exchange, I'll give you more cool shit at the job. Yeah, that's not that's completely illegal. You have a case to be made to her, a civil case to be made here. And if anything happens to you on top of this, you have an even bigger case. Also, but for the most part, this woman needs help. This woman needs to be, uh, her life needs to be intervened with and told that she's got an actual problem with drinking. Um, it wouldn't, and beyond that, yeah, I mean, if it's none of her business, then that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, I, I get it. You, just because you acquiesce in the belt in the beginning doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue. You can stop right now. You can stop right now. And if you want to talk to other employees about it, you certainly can. You certainly can. You're just trying to do your job. And quite frankly, I bet you they agree with you as well. Some of them will be like, ah, suck it up. It's no big deal. But hey, if you're not into it, you're not into it. All right. And that's that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't want you to be the little the, the little bitch in the matter to be like, uh, you know, you don't feel comfortable. So you should make a big deal out of it. You may just be you may be that person to be like, listen, get over it. And maybe you could be um, overemphasize or over what do you call it? Exaggerating the situation. But if you don't want to bring it up, then if you don't want to va- uh, 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 divulge that information, well, you don't have to, okay? You don't have to. But I just hope you're not exaggerating or going be- of and beyond. But that question outright is, that's an aggressive question. It's a, definitely an aggressive question. It's probably not one I would want to bring up with an employer. If it's not to be asked in an interview, it probably shouldn't be asked in the after hours. Now, if you're going to get a raise if you sleep with a boss, that's another thing. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Okay, uh, let's see. We're at 49 minutes. Let's keep the party going. Was my boyfriend really doing me a favor when he falsely told his family I'm nagging him to get engaged? 
I've been, I have been living with my boyfriend for two years, and as far as I'm concerned, our relationship is perfect. I have no interest in marriage. I never did. I like the fact that we get up every morning and make the free choice to be with each other. My boyfriend's mom and sister's sister hinted about marriage several times and even asked my boyfriend directly, but I assumed, I always assumed, he shut that down. I now find out from his sister that my boyfriend told his family I've been, quote, nagging him for the ring, but he's just not ready to make a commitment. When I confronted my boyfriend about this outrageous lie, he said his family would consider me weird and unnatural and blame me for the fact that we're not married. This way, quote, he can take the heat. I'm livid. Not only did he reduce, reduce me to the ugliest possible stereotype, the pathetic, simpering girlfriend nagging for a diamond, but he did it behind my back. He insists he was protecting me and painting himself as the villain, but I want him to set the record straight immediately. He refuses to do so, and when I, I, and when I said I would, he said it's not my place to interfere with his family. Should I tell them, or do I have to live with this slander hanging over my head? Okay, well, the biggest sin is betrayal. He lied to you, which isn't good, and if the roles were reversed, it's still just as bad. So... Yeah, the whole ring thing. It, first of all, if you're if you're cool with not getting married, okay, great. That's that's okay, whatever. It's your choice. But the whole nagging that it sounds like something that should can could have been completely avoided. It sounds like he tried he bit he he pussied out when they were they were pressuring him. And so he made some shit up to make it seem like I don't know. It seemed like he 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 bent over pressure from his family. And made you out to be, yeah. Instead of uh, making you uh, him out to be the villain, it makes you out to be the bitchy girlfriend. And uh, I, well, I mean, he can either fess up and say, you know what, I was a little, I, I over exaggerated the situation, and you know what, she really wasn't pressuring me. Um, he can, he can water it down so that it kind of goes away. Plus, it's only been two years. It's only been two years. Uh, and as far as, but the other thing, the worst case scenario, if you feel like he's somebody who continuously continuously lies rather than face the truth or being the man in the situation, then he's not your guy. He's not your guy, and you need to consider the ultimate uh, leaving. You need to consider leaving. And then you could tell all the truths you want and be like, he was a piece of shit, he lied, and he refused to own up to it. That's not a real man, so I need to go find a real man. And uh, that's it. He's just going to be left holding the check instead of the ring. Final question for the day. Actually, weight gain. Um, can I continue? Okay. Yeah, this one was kind of a good one. Can I continue to pry into, my, into why my friend has gained weight? My close friend, a 28-year-old man, married and married a wonderful guy three years ago. They were both very fit. The husband is still fit but my friend has gained a shocking amount of weight. I'm talking 100 pounds. Well, 100 pounds isn't healthy, but let's continue. I'm really concerned for his health. When I mentioned my worry to his husband, he patted my friend's huge belly and said, more of him, quote, more of him to love. Should I let this go or try to find out what's going on? Okay, you brought it up, and if your friend wants to gain 100 pounds, obviously there's a dynamic to their relationship, and since you brought it up, you can bring it up one more time. Bring it up one more time to that person and be like, listen, I'm concerned for your health. It's one thing to gain 15, 20 pounds, which isn't great, but still. It's another thing to gain 100 pounds. When you gain 100 pounds, you're not overweight, you're obese. 
So if you're 180 pounds and now you're 280, you're not overweight. You're obese, which means you're unhealthy, which means you're at risk for stroke, heart attack, and all kinds of other nightmares. You can bring it up one more time, but listen, I'm concerned for your health. You want me to back off, I will, and you guys can go go on along your way. After you do that, that one more time, and they say, look, it's not for me, you're done. You don't bring it up again, and you can want, and believe me, some friends, just, some friends and some family come and go. And if he wants to go and gain 100 pounds, then I'm sorry, sweetheart. He's, he's done for. And uh, you're going to have to let him fade off into the distance with his, with his husband. And if he gains more weight, that's his own fault. People got to make their own choices. And some people you just can't save. And if they want to continue to just get fat and unhealthy, then you just you got to let him go. Because you can't have toxic people like that in your life. If they want to just... People all the time go out of their way to destroy themselves. And sometimes you can't save them. Sometimes you got to let them go. So, especially at 100 pounds, that's a lot of weight. And it is, you'd be surprised how easy it is to gain that weight. And it starts by just being fucking lazy and eating whatever you want. And then also hormone levels... But those hormone levels are greatly affected by your overall health and well and wellness. So it's his fault. 100 pounds? Yeah, it's all him. But you gotta you gotta let it die. You gotta let the friendship die. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Nope, that's doing sit. Yeah. So that's uh, 55 minutes. I think we did pretty good today. I seem pretty healthy. So uh, we'll write off. I'll definitely cut quit while I'm ahead. So we did some Q&A today. We talked about the new promo that's up on you. You can go up on my YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm Podcast. Uh, not Positive Sarcasm. You can find that on my regular YouTube channel. Or just go to Instagram and Facebook, facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm, facebook.com slash Positive Sarcasm. My new TikTok account, go ahead to my TikTok account. That's uh, at Positive Sarcasm. Or you can find me on Instagram at Positive underscore Sarcasm. Go ahead and check out my YouTube channels. Donate to the podcast at Positive Sarcasm uh slash donate and of course for all you uh bodybuilders and fitness athletes looking for posing music uh let i know i'm pretty sure that this situation that we're going on is going to be affecting uh some of your uh shows so let me know if this is affecting your shows or when you need it i'll try to help you out the best i can with that situation but if you need posing music and your show is going to continue just hit me up positive uh slash posing music and then check out the custom demos that are already there and then hit me up for your own free cut or your own well your own cut basically and if you want to email me directly questions concerns comments um and when this thing blows over and we start having guests again the guests in the coffee sipper panel will be open positive sarcasm at outlook.com subject podcast and then uh want to thank aroma joe's for the lovely brew once again if you are a healthcare worker and you want free coffee for the next two weeks aroma joe's is giving out free uh, hot and free iced coffee to anywhere anybody with a health ID badge. Just show it to them. Health ID badge. Excuse me, letter B. And just show them your badge and they'll give you a free coffee at participating locations only, which is basically all about. Aromajoes.com for more information. Facebook.com, Aromajoes. So that's it for today. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can hit me up directly through my website. But um, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, welcome all the new subscribers iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, CastBox, Podcast Addict, uh, pretty much anywhere where podcasts are available. And, of course, you can download it directly from PositiveSarcasm.com and stream it there as well. 
But until then, um, I'm going to wrap up shop for today. We are 57, 58 minutes. This is a pretty good day. But until then, I will talk to you guys next week, uh, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. Be well, all.
support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.